Hi, and welcome to The Redesign, where we give people the thing they didn't know they wanted. I'm Tom. And I'm Eric. And today our brief is to take that familiar mode of transportation, the motorcycle, and bring it into the modern era. So I, I want to kick things off by asking you, how familiar, familiar are you with uh, two-wheeled modes of transportation? So this is, you've picked uh, the absolute best possible topic. I haven't ridden a bicycle since I was a teenager, like literally. And so uh, motorcycles being the powered equivalent of a, of a bicycle, uh, they're even far more alien to me than than the analog. So in all honesty, I haven't ridden a motorcycle myself since I was 10. Uh, and that was not even a motorcycle. That was like one of those mini garbage Wait, wait, bikes. wait. Were, were, you, were you driving a motorcycle at 10 years old? Yes. Really? Through, through the woods uh, <laughs> at, at, at a friend's house at high speed. It was very dangerous. Um, I'm sure we both died. And... <laughs> you, you were 10 years old and you were riding, you were driving a, a motorcycle. You weren't well, like was, just sitting on the like back. A, it was a mini bike. But You weren't in honest. a sidecar. No, it was fully a two-wheeled mode of transportation. So all that aside, I think, I mean, we're both familiar with bicycles. And as far as I'm concerned, a motorcycle is really just a bicycle with a motor on it. Like there's no other difference. (laughs) (laughs) Mopeds need not apply. I mean, what what is a moped but a motorcycle that just didn't quite get there? Right, right. That's right. Didn't go to bike college. So, um... I've got some very good uh, suggestions from from our creative brief today, and I think one of the uh, a great place to start would be the suggestion that motorcycles are really really good on land, like they've they've got that on lock, uh, but they don't do so well on uh, water. Right like just not very well at all. And I think, you know, obviously as we are both creative minded professionals, we can do something about that. And I'm, I'm just going to throw this into the ring. Certainly you've seen like those inner tubes that they tie uh, tow behind boats. Yeah. Yeah. What, what if, and, and hear me out. I think, I know you're going to think, I'm just going to say, what if we replace the tires? <laughs> what if, what if we just had two of those that like folded down from either side of the motorcycle? Oh, I see. I see. Like, um, kind of like like the DeLorean when it goes in the in the sky. Just except not not like okay. So with the DeLorean, the the wheel itself actually becomes horizontal. But you're saying like po- pontoon style like things that that just kind of come down. My question about this is like I don't know what kind of hinge mechanism you're talking about here, because like do they just like fold out like help me out like you you, they're like folding out from somewhere yeah so what you have just done is blown my idea out of the water because the the going sideways (laughs) delorean wheels in back to the future is actually the perfect model for this sure sure yeah so what we need obviously is some kind of pivot and inflation mechanism in the wheels themselves then because i'm if i'm thinking about this if we're driving at like highway speeds with two giant inner tubes on the sides of a motorcycle that's probably there's going to be some like air resistance visibility is going to be reduced i don't one would assume so you went from you went from (laughs) i know what you're thinking just replace the wheels with inner tubes to it's not that you're we're going to have inner tubes like fold out 
and then we're back to let's replace the wheel with an inner tube that just turns sideways. Is that is that yeah, correct? That is correct. But I think the critical difference here is that the inner tube is now sideways. Right, right. I gotcha. I we're see. not trying to like drive on the water <laughs> right. as if we were driving on the land, which is clearly ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's obviously insane. Um so so in terms of a pivot for for this wheel, um the gimbals are a thing, right? Like um those like gyroscope mounts. You know, you, you see a gyroscope and it has like the those uh it's like a mount with a, a few arcs connected by hinges and the arcs house the axis of the thing that definitely sounds like a, a thing <laughs> so it's just like uh, yeah i think it's a matter of having you know like the wheel itself has to rotate around its its axis but it has to do so freely while also rotating in on another axis so that it can turn sideways right yeah so we need like some kind of axle within an axle kind of thing mm-hmm if I'm if I'm taking your meaning, it's like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically a gyroscope. I I think like yeah, this is this is, this is old technology. It's it's like you you have axles one after another, sort of like an axle rose. You were you've been like just planning that joke for like a week, haven't you? <laughs> this <laughs> this topic only came into my my you know awareness like five minutes ago. So sure, you know, so I'm okay, I'm better so, than that, Tom. I'm sorry. So, okay, I like I'm fully on board with this. I've bought into the vision. Gyroscopes as wheels uh, that obviously turn sideways, back to the future style when you try to drive a motorcycle on water. This this sounds fully reasonable. But the one thing that that I'm very concerned about is the activation mechanism. Right. Because I mean, if I'm riding my my multimodal motorcycle. Uh, at highway speeds, Mo- modal cycle by accident, purely by accident, somehow activate the water mode uh, while you're on the highway. Like that's that that doesn't sound good. Um, I it doesn't. Um, it would have to. I wonder if it's under one of those. It's like a an old school switch with a cover with a switch cover on it, like a like you know, like the nuclear codes. Type. I was gonna say, like the kind they flip up in movies yeah. when they're about to launch something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's yeah. like there's a light next to it. That's you know, maybe maybe you act, there is a code. Maybe you actually have to you know dictate a uh, a code. You know, Star Trek style, like Alpha Bravo nine eight seven. What if you're driving at the water at speed and you need to activate the mode and forget your code though? I feel like maybe like a. <laughs> A normal bank machine style pin might might be fine in this case. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Or you know, NFC is is a thing. We're... So you you have to like carry a fob on yourself, yeah, yeah. and bring it close to the activation point when you need to go into the water. <laughs> That's correct. I think they have that technology on treadmills. Oh. Uh, so if you fall off, exactly. Yeah, and maybe also jet skis in a much more salient example. <laughs> I don't know why I went to treadmills. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that makes a lot of sense for jet skis, actually. Yeah, so it doesn't just keep going if you fall yeah. into the water, which I think is a critical piece of this uh, redesign right. as well. Um. So so wait, have you seen? Did you see? I don't watch a lot of movies. Uh. But did you? I did see iRobot, the Will Smith iRobot. Of course. Yeah. So his car, like Cars of the Future, as depicted in that movie had spherical wheels is that the movie with spherical wheels i think that is the movie with spherical wheels yeah so so you know instead of 
trying to like gimbal up a storm here like why don't we why don't we just take care of all possible axes of rotation all in one fell swoop and just and just have have spherical wheels i i love it so <laughs> yeah i'm way into this and the way the one problem i'm having with it as i'm envisioning this this spherical wheel motorcycle is to keep the motorcycle from just sliding off the top of these spheres they would need to be pretty contained mm-hmm and uh, I feel like this might be a stability issue uh, mm. when you're on the water. I think you know on land we can we can probably do something about this. On water, it feels like you're you're probably going to go sideways. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Um, so so the obvious answer to that is is jet propulsion, <laughs> which I feel is probably like the obvious answer to a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I th- I think you know I this being the first episode of this of this series, I suspect a a theme. Um, just like a catchphrase, if you will, just put it, just pop a jetpack on it. Um, well, how would that work? Where are you envisioning that, that jet propulsion would come out of this motorcycle? Helmet. Of course. Obviously. (laughs) So, so like to keep you upright, I'm just, I'm just thinking this through because I think this idea has merit (laughs) to keep you upright. You would have to have like thrusters on either side of your head, basically, to to give you sort of a kick laterally if you were starting to tip. <laughs> oh my god, you're going a full space space uh, you know, engineering on this. Um no, I well I was I was thinking, well, I guess you know, I I was thinking of just like a big old jet like jet engine that just pulls it it just it just has the direction that it wants to go and it just goes in it. Uh and I guess you rely on your neck muscles to. <laughs> so your, your idea is sounding uh, sounding better. I don't know because I I think what you have inadvertently suggested is the idea that the motorcycle just knows where you want to go and the the whole agency of the rider has been removed from the equation to a certain extent. <laughs> Self driving amphibious motorcycle. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. I think I think we've got this part on lock. I want to actually like move on to one of the second uh, points in in the creative brief, which is that um, one of one of the uh, stakeholders in this uh, redesign uh, was worried that this thing wouldn't be visible enough, which I think is clearly <laughs> a worry. <laughs> and the the sort of out of the blue pie in the sky suggestion was that uh we would add streamers to the handles like uh right. like a, like, like a bicycle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I was thinking about this and what I want to bring to the table is is obviously doing what we've already done for the whole concept of wheels uh which is obviously bring it into the into the 21st century or beyond. Mm-hmm. And I want to suggest that the streamers could be made out of uh fiber optics. This sounds awesome. And actually like light up with different kinds of signals or or colors indicating what the self-guided spherical wheel amphibious motorcycle is about to do. Right, right. That sounds that sounds amazing. The so the streamers by nature, they they would kind of flow to to the rear. They would they would like flow in the I guess opposite direction that the the bike 2.0 is traveling. Exactly. Um yeah, so so that gives a a pretty clear indication of of at least intent, right? If the uh I mean if the self-driving thing knows where it wants to go, um you you can kind of predict where it where it wants to be going by how the streamers are going. 
I guess. I think, I mean, it's very clear where it's been. Uh, <laughs> If they're going in the opposite direction as as the direction of motion, clearly, mm-hmm. um, I wonder if there's there's something more we can do. And and you know, I don't want to immediately go to like Tron lines all over this thing because I think that's like an obvious <laughs> design decision that that we know doesn't work in real life. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I'm wondering if there's there's a different kind of signaling mechanism that that we can sort of mount on this thing to make it more clear to people uh what's about to happen hmm um i'm wondering if we could do so I, there's there's this kind of um conceptual idea that's kind of applicable to a lot of things that i was thinking about and it's this idea of i guess it's like <laughs> I, I must have N- nfc on the brain it's like long range nfc so far field communication um where like every every vehicle on the road or in the seaway or the sea lane or whatever uh is equipped with like a little like a a, a pda let's say <laughs> for for the sake of you know currency um and it would like everything would be kind of connected and anything near you within like 10 or 20 feet would just like populate your screen with a whole bunch of data about about that thing. So it's if I'm near you and I'm driving my like uh my motorcycle, uh you would see everything that my motorcycle wanted to do on your little screen. So we're just bypassing all all of the like visual cues and all of the like um y- you know, we're not putting anything on the bike. We're just letting technology take care of everything. I'm I'm so into this. And have you been in a in a Tesla? I have not. I okay, have not. so I I actually got a ride in one uh, for the first time about a month ago. And oh, in boy. as as you know, they have that big screen in the middle yes. of the dashboard. And one of the things that it does is is sort of throws out little like sensor pings around the car uh, to just sort of alert the driver that there's like someone just kind of hanging out in that spot. Whoa. And I think what you're suggesting is like a, a sort of more uh, global ruggedized version of of that technology, which I think is great. Like not just, hey, there's there's someone in your blind spot, but hey, there's a, a self-guided amphibious motorcycle. They're going to subway. Yeah. And like, this is exactly what they're about to do, at, you know, as they as they just flip and go right off road into a lake and like boot boot across the water and um so this is great i think like we're we're definitely getting there with with both near and far field communication to to allow this to happen um like if you're driving uh the motorcycle 2.0 or a tesla like you're covered no problem what what i'm worried about and i think you know the the theme of this episode so far has definitely been safety mm-hmm. uh I'm I'm worried about people such as myself who drive an older vehicle that doesn't have the the capacity uh, to pick up these these communications. Is is it is the onus on me as another driver to like mount some kind of safety communication GPS kind of thing in my <laughs> in my old car? The onus is clearly on the government. We part of this like the development of this project is to to lobby for subsidizing uh, these devices for every person. Every uh, human, infant, child, dog, we're we're gonna put this on everybody. So like some almost like an implantable chip kind of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
or or just just on your phone you get a you get a, a text you get so you get an email you <laughs> <laughs> being like so if yo you... I'm, I'm i'm here i'm right over here i'm going to subway getting myself a sandwich you don't know me <laughs> i can go in the water too just fyi uh, <laughs> I, so th- I think this is very good, but what we're what we're suggesting, I think, is uh, just sort of rushing headlong into the self-driving future. Like this is true. I mean, do- dogs are not going to check their email while they're driving. Um, yeah, I mean, clearly they they can check it now while they're not driving. But yeah, but as soon as we have like self-driving cars with dogs in them, yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if the latency on email is is a bit too high. Um, Facts. I mean, if if we can somehow like bring that technology with us into the future, and there's just a printout that comes out of the dashboard, uh, I think like the the urgency of that is very clear. That's true. If, yes. if like a piece of paper comes flying out of your dashboard, that's like, hey, going to Subway. <laughs> see you later. It's, it's formatted like a telegram. So so it's like, but it's giving like you know traffic. Uh, details or or instructions on whether to to uh, how to maneuver in traffic, and so it's like stop, stop, please stop, <laughs> stop, and then in like a much bigger font, stop That's right. now, stop, yeah, stop, yeah, yeah. I I really like this, but I think uh, we've opened a can of worms in terms of of brand differentiation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's, there's something to be said about like different marks of cars, whether they're like North American or, or German or Japanese or what have you, uh, what, what is the brand voice of that fax communication? Oh, my goodness. Oh, the fax. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, clearly, uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, I, I feel like it would be, it would have to be authoritative, but, but, you know, um, likable um, yeah a bit a bit suave yeah like um, a bit of character but like also some you know politeness i think and like the if i was driving <laughs> let's say i'm just driving like a, a sort of econobox commuter sedan i would expect the faxes that it sends me uh about traffic to be pretty significantly different than like if i was driving a a uh, sort of loaded out uh mustang like that's right. a different kind this of experience. True. Yeah, this is very true. Like, I mean, I mean, typefaces go a long way. Certainly, um, you, you could have the. Uh, I hate to go directly to Comic Sans, but it's that's it's definitely an option. It's in the palette, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So okay, I think like the the communication, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about that. But one of the other uh, safety conscious stakeholders in this in this uh, redesign brought up, you know. The fact that this communication, for all that that I think it feels very foolproof to me, uh, we can't count on uh, that always getting to the fax machine in time. And so, what this person suggested um, was some kind of uh, additional safety system on the motorcycle. And I think, you know, if we look at what uh, cars have done that motorcycles clearly have not, we're looking at the bumper. Ah. Yes, the bumper. Yes. I the so I mean, uh, the the child in me has always you know I was really disappointed growing up when I realized that bumpers on cars were actually just they were hard they they weren't like um, bowling alley 
bumper things. They weren't like soft rubber air filled things. Um, but given the nature of what we want to do with this uh, amphibious bike, um, perhaps a, a return to a kind of inflatable type of, of aesthetic might be in order. I think like what you've hit on here is, is something very good. And like, there's a lot of uh, synergy, if I, if I may, between the idea of having an amphibious vehicle and having a bumper that serves a dual purpose, you know, obviously for safety, uh, I can just sort of bounce off other cars if, mm -hmm. if something bad happens. But also, if I'm, you know, driving in the in the water mode on my uh, bike 2.0, and you know, for for whatever reason, it it runs out of gas or what have you, uh, <laughs> then I'm not, you know, sinking to the bottom of the lake. I'm just going to float, which I think exactly. uh, the the consumer reassurance is going to be sky high on that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, as designers, we are nothing if not uh, concerned with synergy. Certainly. Um, I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's basically all I think about. That's, that's right. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's kind of like um, we're, we're converging on something that that just kind of uh, takes care of a lot of different um, problem areas all at once. Uh, I wonder if we can't just let, let's see how far we can go with this. Like um, we're, we're thinking, you know, spheres as wheels, but we're also thinking of like a, a structure that that floats and encapsulates us. Uh, why don't we go full uh, hamster wheel on this? Like full, full on. You are inside a sphere. So, like, sort of, we're we're getting into like the future uh, conception of of transportation as like just a personal pod that kind yes. of does whatever you want. And like, I'm really, really glad you brought this up because I think what it opens up in terms of the the concept of you know what even is a motorcycle is uh perhaps you've seen sort of the beginnings of this in in motorcycles that have different number of uh wheels yes and i've seen motorcycles uh such as they are that have both one wheel in the front and two wheels in the back but also two wheels in the front and one wheel in the back which i think is really interesting but what this suggests is that the the uh platonic concept of a motorcycle doesn't really have a fixed number or or arrangement of wheels uh which i think really opens it up for us to think about you know what what the optimal arrangement might be or even if wheels uh are the correct sort of uh, contact with the transportation surface that we're interacting with. We've already gone to spheres, which I think uh, feels very good. But I'm wondering, you know, if, if, we're, if we're going there, what are the other uh, sort of locomotion methods that we, could, that we could attach to our personal transportation pod? Um, so I, I, wanna, I want to explore this, this sphere thing, and I think we'll get there. Uh, we'll get to the answer to your question pretty quickly. Um, if we're in a sphere, we an obvious way, it's like a person standing in a sphere, an obvious way to get that sphere to move in a certain direction is to just kind of walk in that direction, right? And we're just like pushing the front of the sphere along. Um, wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to walk, we could just like ride a bike inside the sphere I see where you're going with this. And so you're you're just like riding a bike inside a sphere that pushes the sphere forward like a hamster wheel, but you're on a bike inside it. And then, you know, taking it one step further, uh, wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to pedal this bicycle? 
we could attach a motor to the bicycle uh, and have it propel us forward, pushing the front of the wheel of the sphere uh, forward. And then you plop the whole thing on the water, and then I think we've we've kind of come full full circle, if you will. We've we've sort of neatly encapsulated the whole <laughs> idea of. Uh, a motorcycle sort of within itself which i love uh we've we've it's almost like a meta motorcycle at yes. this point um, a meta yes. cycle a meta cycle yes <laughs> so so like i i mean if we if we just keep going um if we're starting with the concept of a, a motorcycle inside a sphere what if that motorcycle were a sphere uh you're gonna have to walk me through this well i'm we're not gonna walk we're gonna ride a, a motorcycle okay. inside a sphere so i'll i'll ride you through it um, we've got we've got the this this idea of riding a mo- motorcycle inside a sphere, um, and so we've already used the sphere to replace the concept of a motorcycle. So, you know, in in iterative fashion, if we've determined that the sphere, the motorcycle inside a sphere, is a good way to go, then why not replace the motorcycle inside with a motorcycle inside a sphere? So I think at some point we run into scaling issues. Um... Yeah, I guess so. Friction becomes <laughs> becomes a problem, maybe. Yeah. Um, also, the the you know having to climb in and out of a matryoshka doll of transportation is perhaps cumbersome. A little bit. I think it could it could become, uh, especially in in emergencies, uh, a bit of an issue. Right. Um, okay. But what I do think we could do is is take sort of where we landed. Uh, much earlier on with the concept of the motorcycle 2.0 and put that in a sphere. So basically, uh, if we, I think what you've hit on is is definitely sort of the multimodal uh, combination they were looking for. Obviously, a sphere can basically go wherever it wants mm-hmm. uh, and it has the benefit of being enclosed, so it's going to float. So that, that takes care of the water aspect of things. Right, right. What I think... Uh, Which is what, what, are, what are we doing, if not water? Um, continue tom so okay i will i think i want to uh, i want to put a bow on this because i think we're super super close and it just needs a, a to be bow a bow on this <laughs> <laughs> uh i think we're super close to the finish line and we just need to to push it over uh and what i'm thinking is what if we sort of backtrack a little bit and the motorcycle inside inside the sphere itself still has spheres as wheels uh, right. allowing it to be very omnidirectional, which I think is yes. important. Yes. But also, um, we I think we, we sort of discarded the idea of uh, streamers maybe a bit prematurely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what if the, the sort of internal uh, lattice of the exterior sphere uh, was embedded with a bunch of LEDs? Oh. So, like, the entire surface of the vehicle can become some kind of... Uh, communication mechanism as oh my goodness along. yes yes that that's wonderful i'm i'm envisioning a matrix uh like like just like an led screen um of dots and uh yeah as you're going along it can it can you can you know emote there's there's like emoticons um the the new new addition to the um to the unicode spec uh in the emoji range uh being including the the middle finger which would be a key a key aspect to communication inter intervehicular communication 
yeah, with a I giant think... a giant ball flipping you the bird. I love it. And I think the nice thing about this is if, especially if we, we sort of interlink it with the uh, the dashboard fax technology that we've already established, mm-hmm. uh, seeing, you know, a giant lit up middle finger driving down the road and also getting <laughs> a middle finger emoji uh, printing out of your dashboard. <laughs> like, there's something very satisfying about that, both yeah. as, a, as someone sharing the road, but also potentially as a, uh, a rider of the motorcycle 2.0. I, I love it. I think we've solved yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. it's absolutely absolutely multimodal uh, road rage. I I think this is this is perfect. We've done it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm going to take this back to the stakeholders. I think they will be thrilled uh, with with where we ended up. Uh, and then uh, next time we can we can report on the outcome of of how we did. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I I'm looking forward to hearing the feedback. All right, so uh, this has been the redesign. We designed Motorcycle 2.0, and I think we were extremely successful. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.